Hello, hello, it's JC and the You Made New Podcast. We're back for episode 12. I'm actually excited about the next three. We're going to do a three-part. I've been thinking a lot about this, and I think it's time to shift gears big time. We've talked a lot about disordered eating, about some of our um, food issues. And, and if you remember back to episode one, that's all the first and second leg of the stool. That's disordered eating and then learning to eat in a healthy and faith-based way. We've touched on a lot of that, but we haven't done anything yet with body image. And I talked a lot in that first episode about how strong of a leg that that is and how important it is. And I kind of did it backwards. Sorry. I just felt like I needed to start with some of the more pressing issues, but this one, it's time. It's time to dig in. And this is going to take more than one episode. We're going to do a three part. Um, and I will say that for any of you who are familiar with any of my content, what we're going to talk about, it's in my body image book. It's in my body image class. It, it may be um, a review or something that you've heard before. In fact, a lot of this content I've taught to hundreds of young women and, and older women as I've spoken on body image for the past several years. And so if it's a review, forgive me, I mean, really, is there anything wrong with repeating some of these things over and over? But also I wanted to make them available through a free podcast because this is information that can be life-changing in the mind and heart of a woman, no matter the age. As we begin to shift the way we see ourselves, we are all battling this body image um, demon on one level or, or another. I have been teaching and speaking on this for enough years. I, I have yet to find a woman that has not been touched by this in our generation. And you'll understand as we go and start to talk about these things on a deeper level, you'll see what I'm talking about. This is a, a battle that the enemy has waged with us and he is for the most part winning. How many of us like our bodies? I mean, just look at that statistic. How many of us are happy with the skin we're in and comfortable and at peace? Pretty much he's one, right? He's got us to loathe, maybe not our entire body, but different parts of it or how we look or how much we weigh or the size, the shape, the hair color, the eye color, whatever. It is time to fight back. And so the next three episodes are my attempt at warfare, at letting the enemy know, no, not anymore. And this generation, it's time to see ourselves through the eyes of Christ rather than the world. So what we're going to do is go first into something that may sound odd, but I think it's the key point we need to start with in a body image discussion. It's that as women, and we are going to talk as women, I'm sorry if you're a guy, and if you're listening to this, forgive me, it'll probably apply if you'll, you'll give me some, cut me some slack. But as women, we are made to love beauty. It is part of our inherent nature. In fact, I love how authors um, John and Stacey Eldridge in the book Captivating, they talk about how our love of beauty is a way that we bear the image of God. You think about it, God loves beauty in so many different forms. As a creator, look at the earth that he has created and the immense beauty that just assaults us from every side. It is just overwhelming at times. Hasn't your breath been taken away by the beauty of his creation? Um, and as his children, we carry that same innate desire to love beauty. One of my favorite examples, when you're talking about women, think about a little two-year-old. I had three daughters. 
Do you know how quick they learned to get into my high heels and into my jewelry and into my makeup? I didn't have to teach them to do that. Even my little tomboy daughter, <laughs> who's an athlete and not really into the girly girl side, she did this. She got into the dress up clothes, the girly twirly skirts or the, you know, just the lipstick or whatever. We love to make ourselves beautiful. Uh, the same thing happened as I took, as those three girls got older and we went prom dress shopping. I mean, oh, to, to find a dress that made you feel like a princess. There's nothing more fun than that. We love feeling beautiful as women. And so I want to put that on the table first thing, that that's not something we should be ashamed of. It's not necessarily vanity or vain to have a desire to be beautiful. I mean, think about even in the other parts of our lives, how much we love creating beauty in our homes to decorate and and dress up our homes and make them beautiful. If you're a, if you're a cook and a, or a chef and you create a plate and you, you design it beautifully crafting, how many different ways some of you create things with your hands beauty. I have a daughter that does calligraphy and it's so beautiful. We love beauty in all forms. It's not just with our bodies. We as women were created to manifest this quality of God. To We are created in his image and we are drawn to beauty and we love to display it before the world. So again, as we begin to talk about body image, please, please help me in establishing this. There is nothing wrong with a desire to be beautiful. That is a God-given inherent quality that we possess as women. It manifests itself in different forms and different ways. But the desire to be beautiful is, is a beautiful thing. <laughs> the problem is we face some huge roadblocks to that desire in our day and age and in our culture. I want to highlight two of them. What, we're just going to touch on two quickly in this episode. And then in the next episode, we'll take one apart. And in the next one, we'll take the next one apart. We'll dig in deeper with these two things. But I just wanted to get them on the table now. So you can maybe start thinking about it and assessing how this applies to your own life and your own experience as a woman with your body and with your beauty. The first problem that we face is that the current beauty standard that we are asked to fit ourselves to is brutal. 96% of us genetically do not um, match the beauty standard that we've been given of what a female body should look like, what a beautiful, attractive, supposedly female body should look like. I want to call her the image of the ideal woman. And we see it everywhere, right? You know, you know this image. Perfect teeth, perfect hair, size two body, um, well endowed, of course. No fat on her body except well endowed, no hips, no curves, tiny, skinny, flat stomach, flat abs. I mean, you, you get this. The beauty standard that we're asked to hold up and to measure ourselves against is just... It's just brutal on our minds and our hearts. Comparing ourselves to that image has done so much damage not just to the young ones in our midst. As we get older, we go through pregnancy and all that does to, um, 
to alter our bodies. We have issues there. The insecurity as we age, because, oh, the the ideal woman does not age, does not have wrinkles. And how many commercials are showing us how to stop that process so that we won't, you know, look terrible and, and lose our beauty. Oh, this whole, this whole dynamic is a very, very difficult one to be a woman and to survive those kinds of messages. So you can see maybe, as I just introduced that idea, why we would need an entire episode to touch on this. And it won't even begin to touch on um, that, on everything. That's why I have an eight-session class on this. That's why I've written an entire book on this. This goes deep. So the image of the ideal woman, she, she is one thing we have to tackle if we're ever going to reach a point of peace with our body image. But the second one is a little more interesting because again, the image that's held up is one of perfection. Yes. No wrinkles, no warts, no acne, no gray hair, no, you know, um, cellulite. We could keep going on the list, but the reality of our bodies as humans living in this mortal world, this fallen world, our bodies are fallen as well. Like we, we have bodies that are not perfect, nor will ever be. The experience as a human, part of that is the experience of having a mortal body that gets sick, that gets injured, that gets scarred, that does not look the way we want at times, um, that does age in, in very difficult ways. We go through cancer, we go through mastectomies. We go through difficult, difficult things that feel very much like they mar our beauty. And so we have this inner conflict as women because we want so much to be beautiful. And the world is telling us that that's part of our purpose. And yet we're, we're in bodies that go through things that we feel like steal our beauty and rob us of our beauty. Even the most beautiful women, <clears throat> we live in the age of images and, and um, social media and pictures, and we're watching the most beautiful women age before our eyes, and, and we're watching, I don't care who you are, aging will catch up to you. It does. This is the story for all of us. We can't avoid it. No matter how hard we try to match our body to that state of perfection, it just can't happen in this fallen world. That's not the way things are set up. And so we have a choice there as well. I mean, do we just kind of, you know, how do we manage the fact that we are going to get older, that we're going to have children and maybe not have flat abs anymore, which is funny because I didn't have flat abs before I had children (laughs) and they definitely were not and are not flat now. (laughs) I don't match the image. My my body does not match that image of the ideal woman. Um, and, and trying to make it that, that state of perfection when I am mortal and when I'm fallen and have a body that's growing older by the day as I'm about to turn 49 next week or the next week, sorry, um, it's happening fast for me. And so this is a very um, stark point in my life where this is a real thing for us as women. So we have a choice to, are we just going to live in resignation? Like, well, I have this desire to be beautiful, but what can you do? It's never going to happen. So I'm just going to let myself go. And I'm going to repress that desire for beauty because, you know, this is how it is. And am I going to live in that kind of um, misery where I just never um, am comfortable, never find peace, 
never even discover my own beauty. I'm not just talking about shoulder shrugging. Well, I guess this is good as it gets where we just kind of like, I, you know, this is my body. I better make the best of it. But we, we never feel beautiful. I mean, is that the best we can do? Is that the best we can expect in our generation with all the voices shouting at us? And yes, there are hundreds of thousands of different messages. So the best is just some kind of survival mode. We're like, well, this is just what it means to be a woman. We all hate our bodies, whatever. We just joke about it and and I better just accept it because that's how it is. I mean, does Christ have nothing better in store for us than that? The hard part about it is, have you ever met a woman? Do you know very many women that manifest a true understanding of their own beauty? Not in a prideful way, but in a peaceful, joyful, Christ-filled way. They know who they are. They're comfortable in their skin. They're not insecure. I mean, how many women do you know that have reached that state? And so we start to think, well, it's not even possible. It's not even possible. I beg to differ. I beg to differ. I truly believe that our Savior has much, much more in store for his daughters than that. We just have been so mired in the tidal wave of messages that come at us, and we've gotten lost in it. And it's just swallowed us up, the insecurity, not being enough, pretty enough, thin enough, clear enough skin, whatever. The list can go on and on. We're just, we're just buried by it. Well, that is what I mean by it's time to fight back. I truly believe that there is another way to live. And it's absolutely life changing for a woman as we begin to discover this. My, one of my favorite verses that I use a lot as I teach this is it comes from Psalm 27 verse four. You've probably heard it before, but it's just a simple little verse from David where he says, One thing that have I desired, and this is the King James, sorry. One thing have I desired of the Lord that I will seek after, that I might dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. That phrase, I know it jumped out at you, the beauty of the Lord. We've been well taught in the beauty of the world, have we not? From a very young age, we are introduced to worldly beauty. And how we're supposed to measure ourselves according to that. But what is the beauty of the Lord? What does it look like? How, do, how does that apply to our, our beauty as women? I think sometimes we tend to just jump automatically to say, well, that's inner beauty. I, I have inner beauty. I know I have inner beauty. Like that, that's, that's where my true beauty lies is on the inside. And I, I get that. I agree with it. There's some wonderful scriptures that talk about that. But does the beauty of the Lord have nothing to do with our outer appearance? Can we not find our own beauty individually through him where we see that we were made in his image outside and inside and to feel where we finally, once and for all, see our true beauty as an individual. Boy, I don't know about you, but I'm guessing that many, many, many who are hearing this are saying, oh, I've never felt beautiful. I'm not beautiful. How can you even talk about it? I may be bringing up anxiety just by talking about that because you have such deep issues. I hear you. 
I've been there too. That's why I've gone in this direction because I wasn't setting out to write a book or or start a podcast. I was just tired of living under the, um, the torment of hating my body and never being in enough. And every day my mind was just captured in how can I be thinner? How can I change my hair? How can I be more beautiful? How can I, oh, oh, that pressure to always measure up. The dumb thing is, I, and I've told, I've told many classes this as I've taught. It, it's funny. Sometimes our beauty is a reflection of the men in our lives, right? And the messages that they've given us. I was lucky enough to be married to a sweet man who's always made me feel beautiful. Even when I gained weight during pregnancies or, uh, you know, your husband sees you in all kinds of different scenarios where you are not at your best, but he's never, he's always embraced my curves. He's made me feel in the way that I've been created individually. He's made me feel very beautiful. And you, you know what? You would think that that'd be enough. Some of us think, oh, if my husband could just, or if my, that person could just give me more um, praise and more reassurance to make me feel more confident, then I'd be at peace. Well, I had that. Guess where the demons were coming from? It wasn't through his voice. It was coming through my own head. I had embraced the messages. I was the one saying that my body was not enough and that it was awful here, there, this, that, you know, all this part, that part. I was the one with all the self-condemnation. I even had someone in my life telling me, JC, you're beautiful. I didn't believe him. It took a very long time and a lot of work to silence the voices of, of self-condemnation. And that's, that's where we're going. You can probably see that it'll take more than a few podcast cast episodes to get there. But it is possible. It is possible. Can I just, I wish I could shout it and I'm not going to scare you. I'm not going to scare you by shouting into the microphone, but I wish I could. It is possible through Christ to see our beauty in him, to see ourselves through his eyes, to restore and heal all those wounds that we've carried about our appearance different parts of our body, so much shame, so much self-condemnation. We've just, just haven't known how to live any different. Every other woman we know is doing the same thing. So we might as well commiserate together. We've just been lost in this place. And I believe he wants to set us free. I also believe that a sound, healthy, transformed, Christ-filled body image is the root because then our pursuit of health will be based on that, not based on trying to match ourselves to the ideal image that's presented in the media today. And we are going to talk about that more. I hope that was a little bit of introduction that maybe fired you up a little. Let's be done letting the enemy work us mess with us in our heads, just send us into this pit of insecurity and body hatred and shame. Let's rise up. Join me in the next two episodes. Let's begin to fight the fight, to draw the sword of the spirit and to literally fight our way out of this. So then we can teach our daughters and the young women in our midst. All of us can band together and just have a new voice when it comes to our beauty as women and our worth as women and our place as we begin to discover the beauty of the Lord and how it applies to us. All right. Thanks for joining me. 
Next, next episode will be the image of the ideal woman and all that that entails. And then the third will be our third part on how we handle mortality and all of its challenges that seem to steal our beauty. Let's kick this and, and just for once and for all learn how to find beauty in him. Thanks for joining me.